This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Filled out to go to college, and I was all set. I was going to go get an engineering degree in something and, and at least have that as, as part of life. And, and thought, oh, that's going to be good. And they made me go to get a tetanus shot, and I have a major needle phobia. And they you said, don't even you got, see it. They said, you got, I, I know, but it's just, it, I don't know why I've got that. I've always had that. And they're like, you got to go get a tetanus shot. And I said, screw this, I'm going racing. You're now tuned in to Junior Motorsports Upfront. Now here's your host, Regan Smith and Heath White. All right, we're here for another episode of Junior Motorsports Upfront. So, Regan, let's uh, let's recap California real quick here. Um, it's, it's bound to be a quick recap. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, from my standpoint, from the company standpoint, good day. You, got, you guys show some, showed some speed. I think a two-tire stop got you up front there for a little while, got you in the top five, um, and then kind of take us through the rest of the race, how, how things uh, panned out for you. Yeah, we had, had speed all weekend again, and, and that's the promising thing is every, every track we've been to, I felt like the speed was where it needed to be um, and, and good enough for us to run up front. So practice was good. We got a little bit off, and, and Jason – got the car back to where it needed to be. We made some good changes, good adjustments, and uh, felt good about where we were for the race. Uh, just started the race off too tight and had to uh, lost a little bit of track position, so we, we made a pretty big adjustment on the first pit stop, and um, something happened. I don't know how, how or what happened on the pit stop, but something happened, and we came out, I think, 15th or 16th. We lost a lot of spots in the pits and, and got trapped back in, in the dirty air and, and with a lot of traffic, and uh, Made made a call, I guess, two stops later that got us back up to the front. We were able to stay up to the front once we got up there, ran, you know, third, fourth, fifth for, for the good majority of that section of the race. And uh, unfortunately, Dan, these, these restarts are, are not kind to me again this year. I thought I thought maybe we had gotten over that, that bridge and, and uh, you know, crossed that uh, when we went to Vegas and, and were able to have good restarts. And, um, you know, you restart fifth on the inside and, and – Part of you says, let's get to the bottom and, and try to get by these guys. We, we always have good restarts. We always come off the line good. It's always coming off a of turn two that's been our problem. And uh, unfortunately, end up three wide on in the middle coming off a of turn two, and, and you lose seven, eight spots and have to battle to get those spots back. So uh, we took what was a solid top five day and ended up ninth with it, which is very frustrating, very disappointing. And, uh, you know, as, as anybody knows, you can't do that too many times throughout the course of the year and, and still survive it. So we're going to – we're gonna go back to the drawing boards. I got two weeks to figure out how to restart these things. It may, I'm, I might just go buy the video game and figure out how you do it. On the video game, you just hold it wide open and you just right. run into them, right? right? And then you hit the B or the Y or the X button and it automatically fixes all your damage that you have. Yeah. I might just start doing that because it's. Uh, I'm, I'm about. I've about had as much as I'm gonna have with uh, you know with frustrations with that and uh, you know we'll. Uh, Wishful we'll thinking. Find a way to fix it. I like it. You're on it, though. You're well, it's not wishful thinking. It's it's to the point now where I'm just over it. And, and you know, if we got to replace some nose pieces, then we'll have to replace some nose pieces because that's, uh, that's about what it's coming to. You need to drive angry. I, I well. Chippy. I need to drive chippy, not angry. You've seen me drive angry before. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know when I'm driving angry, and that's uh-huh. not always good either. It's There's a very fine line. There's a, It's a fine line between being too aggressive and angry and an idiot. Mm-hmm. And being chippy and, and going out and just taking taking enough, not too much, but enough. So well, the good news is you're you know you're probably gonna yell at me for telling you this. Oh, uh, here we go. I'm gonna be optimistic. First name Davis. I'm gonna be optimistic here. You're still seventh it's, in points. It's raining outside and Heath's optimistic. It, when it's sunny outside, Heath is doom and gloom. It's kind of weird. It, it is. It kind of it's a rotating cycle. Yeah. You're still seventh in points. You're 30 points out of the lead. But the good news is between like fourth and seventh, you're separated by you know like 11 points. Yeah, the points are close, and, and that's the one thing that, uh, 
you know, I think we have to look at every week right now, given given where we're at with the points. And, and no, 30 points isn't a lot, but, but yes, it can be a lot. And if you have a bad race and 30 becomes 60, then it then it's a lot. Then you got a problem. But we've got the speed to make it up. I, I, I felt like last year if we'd have gotten in this hole early on, we just didn't have the speed and, and I didn't have the confidence that we were going to be able to go out and make positions up. And this year the difference is I feel like we can go out and make positions up. Uh, the wins are going to come at some point. It's just a matter of, of when they come and, and when we break through that little uh, that barrier there. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a situation where we're not doom and gloom by any means. It's just a – it's a frustrating thing when you take cars that are as strong as some of them that we've had and, and don't uh, don't finish the day off and don't close the day off. So that's uh, that's that's all it really gets down to. Yeah, and certainly uh, I did a good job of taking what was going to be your positive statement and taking it back to where I wanted it to be. Yeah, okay, good. See, right he's, he's steering the ship. Yeah, first name. The host. I'm just letting you ride ship. this boat. You're just out here. You know, we're we're at ocean. We might be a hundred miles off, but hey, I do have my way. boat shoes on today. I see that. I have my boat shoes on every day. Yeah. You're allowed to dress like that, though. But anyway, uh, getting back to things What's here. What's that supposed to mean, Heath? I have a professional job upstairs in this building. Heath basically, he's got two race car drivers sitting next to him, and he just basically <laughs> told us that neither one of us have a professional job. You guys what have, what would our on. job consist of to you, then? Hey, don't don't get angry. See, this is how I'm you not angry. I'm, I'm just trying to understand I'm just the mentality here. of Heath White. I work, how, you work really hard for a few days a week, and I work... A little hard for seven days a week. A little hard's a stretch. <laughs> a little hard. You're going to give yourself that much credit. You forget what we built you into. When you came to us, Regan, you were just Regan Smith. Now you're Regan Smith Jr. Motorsports driver. I do forget these things, Heath. <laughs> I am so glad you're here to remind me of them. Wow. I I mean, I feel like that's a wrap for the day right there. We're going to take it over to Cole Custer <laughs> because we've got we've got Cole in the studio today. And it's actually it's been a pretty busy week for us just in terms of getting everything ready for the truck. Because uh, for those listeners out there that may not know, this is our first junior motorsports. It's our first truck entry of all time. So, so, Cole, so Cole, no pressure at all, buddy. Big weekend here for the company. There's only one chance for this company to get their first win. <laughs> And you do realize that you have that opportunity, right? Yeah, that's a lot of pressure there. Uh, we're but just uh, messing with you. We're just messing <laughs> with you. If you don't win, we're going to string you up to the yeah. to the walls out there. But other than that, it'll be okay. Poor Cole. Uh, <laughs> we, we, brought, we brought Cole in here, and he thinks we've got, you know, this is a serious professional show. And and while it is, it's also hosted by Regan Smith with along with me. So At the point where this becomes serious or professional, we're all in trouble. <laughs> that, and that's pretty much how we can put it. As you've already learned, I'm sure, just sitting here. So... Um, but with that said, we do need to talk to Cole here for a minute because it is an exciting weekend. You get to start your season off uh, at Martinsville this weekend. And, and as we mentioned, Junior Motorsports first uh, first start in the in the truck series. So this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, looking looking at Cole's background, for those that don't know, uh, he's done quite a bit already in his short career. Uh, I know last year I didn't know a lot about Cole until we got to, uh, I guess it was New Hampshire, and, and had watched and, and seen some of what you did and uh, – and New Hampshire was a good day for you, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess everything just came together that day. Just uh, got lucky on some restarts with some holes and, you know, just got to the front. That We had four tires, and that's how we won. Still well, led 148 laps. I was going to say, that, luck doesn't get you 140. <laughs> luck yeah. gets you, like, three guys in front of you <laughs> wreck, and you win the race coming off a of turn four. No, mm-hmm. you, you guys have, you guys were really impressive last year, and, and um, I think that, that Cole, for those that don't know, we won at the won the New Hampshire race uh, 17. We were 17 at the time, or 16. 16. 16 at the time. Uh, youngest, I think it was youngest winner in any of the major series uh, yeah. to this day. That still stands. 
probably will stand for a long time to come. I, mm -hmm. I mean, I was 16. Hell, I wasn't. I wasn't mature enough to do anything. We're going to talk. Win a truck race. We're going to talk about you. Are, what you and I were doing around that age here. Here in a little bit. Um, but Cole, the number double zero Haas Automation Chevrolet. What? What? I ask this question all the time. This is probably one of the dumbest questions an interviewer can ask. When we I would say, expect it to come from you then. What is your goal this weekend? Obviously, Cole wants to win the race. D done and done. But I think that's it. That <laughs> aside, um, what this is the type of situation? Are you looking to to log laps? Are you looking to just finish the race? Are you do you have high hopes of a top five, a top three? Take us into your mind. I mean, last year Martinsville was probably the the biggest place that frustrated me. We had a lot of speed there, but uh, could never I never figured out how to exactly find a pace there. And if you're supposed to, you know, save your tires, or if you're supposed to just try and stay up front the whole time, you know. So that's on me to just try and figure out. And I think I think we'll have the speed this year too, though. And if it comes down to a late race restart, he's going to go video oh. game style because oh, yeah. of what he learned today on the upfront podcast. This you is going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You do have, yeah, we do have a guy sitting next to you that's raced in Martinsville a couple times, right, Regan? Yeah, I, you don't want to talk to me about how to get around there either. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll watch you, and if you do good, I'll talk to you when we get around to Monday because mm -hmm. that place has uh, not been kind or friendly to me. I think like my best finisher was maybe the twelfth in a Cup car or something like that. It was it was not pretty. Uh, I, I can tell you how to hit just about everything <laughs> at that <laughs> facility. Oh, yeah. Including including the garage. I think I hit that one time somehow, pulling in and went too far or something. I don't know. Hell, I don't even remember. It's Full disclosure here on JRM up front. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. hit the garage. I Well, not, qu not quite like Steven <laughs> Steffen, but yeah. There's it's kind of like uh, Days of Thunder where you want to go back out and hit everything so you can be perfect. It, it Martin, Martinsville, is a, it's a difficult track, as you know. You've been there been there last year, and, and uh, you know, it's a place that when you get in a rhythm and you get – get a car that's good and that's fast there it's as fun as anywhere we can go because you can just you can get 50 60 laps on tires and drive right by them but then early on in the runs it's uh it's not quite uh not quite the same as, as what it gets to later on there so it's challenging but obviously your you know your record has proven that uh, that you guys will be up front there and, and, and i know you ran up front some there last year as well said you had a fast fast truck so uh let, tell us a little bit about your crew chief joe Shear. i uh I'm a big fan of Joe's. I've mm -hmm. I've known him for a while through uh, through his days with Johnny Sauter. But mm -hmm. what's uh, what's he like to work with? He's he's new to the company as well this year. Comes mm -hmm. over uh, comes over with you guys and uh, man, excited to excited to have him as a part of here too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was my first year working with him last year, and you know we've had a we had a lot of speed last year, and it's been fun working with him. You know, I think I think of him kind of as like a rocket scientist. He's always trying something new, and you know, I I think that all the stuff that we try does does work, and it's not we never show up to the track awful and. Uh, I think, you know, I think he's one of the best crew chiefs you can get in the truck series, and I'm really happy that we get to have him. Yeah, he definitely. Rocket scientist is a good word to, to describe to describe Joe. He uh, he he will play with stuff. He's not scared to try stuff, and and I know I haven't ever worked with him myself, but uh, but worked around him some, and and uh, have followed his career. And uh, excited to see you guys having the success you are. I think uh, you know coming over to JRM is definitely going to continue that, and and I. Just in your first year, I mean, that's uh, – I don't think we can stress enough how much Cole has done in his first year of truck racing. Nine, nine a starts. A lot of – yeah. And only nine starts, yeah. Nine starts, what, six top tens, two top fives, a win at 16 years old. Um, sky's the limit for you. I know I know that much. So, uh, hopefully uh, hopefully we get to watch you go out there and do some burnouts this weekend. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we uh, – yeah, speaking of, of the age of 16, not only is Cole – well, he's 17 now. But when he won the New Hampshire race, he was the youngest, uh, you know, like you said, Regan, the youngest winner. But he also won a pole earlier that year, which made him the youngest pole winner um, in the series as well. So doing a lot with – Why don't you leave some of the 
are you just uh, that greedy? You're taking yeah. all the records for yourself. You're not leaving one for somebody I need else. To back off a little bit, man. Uh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> just keep doing what you're yes, doing. Don't back please. off at all. You're, you're doing perfectly fine. Uh, um, it, uh, yeah, don't don't back off. Not on our account anyway. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and one of the things about building a career in, in racing is to do to do the most with the opportunities that you get. And in Cole's case, last year he had nine. Nine starts in the truck series, and if people didn't know who he was when he started, by the time you were done with 2014, everyone knew who Cole Custer was. So, Yeah, and as I said, I didn't – and I'll be perfectly honest with you, I've, I didn't know a lot about you and, and still don't know a lot about, you know, your background getting to the truck series level. Um, but started watching you last year. It was – I guess it was gateway right around that time when it was kind of out. And I'm like, hey, these guys are really fast. And, and you'd watch the races, and you're like, Hey, they're really fast through the whole race too, and and next thing you know, you're popping off a win, and and that was, uh, I think that took everybody and and woke them up and said, hey, better better keep an eye on this guy. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. let's. Uh, we've talked about Cole's age, so my my question to Cole is, you're 17 now. You're obviously still in high school. You're still going through classes. Um, tell us a little bit about the balance balance that you have there. Cause I, I'm thought, I thought you were going to ask about the algebra test last week or something. But he better not ask me for help with algebra. Yeah, yeah you, we're, I'm not the math guy. He can give you English help. Yeah, if you I'll need English right. tutoring, yeah. <laughs> Heath is definitely your word guy when it comes to numbers. That's about all I was gifted with. Yeah. You know, math, not so much. But how do you balance a, a, a professional racing career at this point? A young one, nonetheless, but um, that and – finishing out high school what's that like yeah you know uh right now i'm doing some online school it's my first year doing that and uh i'm just uh trying to just balance it throughout the week i'm probably doing school you know three four hours a day and then i'll go by the shop or you know do whatever usually hang out with some other some other guys go to the go-kart track or whatever so yeah you do have some buddies in the sport Mm -hmm. don't you yeah there's a few and uh you know that's that's pretty much how i balance it you know it's not getting too hectic yet don't have to run a full schedule but uh you know, it's eventually going to get there, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Online school. I wish that I wish <laughs> that was around when I was his age. Mm-hmm. I, man, that would have been perfect. I wouldn't have had to ever go to school. I could have <laughs> just done it on a computer. Mm-hmm. There's nothing bad about that, is it? Do you have – now, you actually go to – do you go to school here, California? I from the online school is based out of California, California, so, I mean, I do it out here, though. Okay. So. But if you, when you go to graduate, if, if your classmates mm-hmm. that you would have grown up with, are, they're all back in California, yeah. I'm assuming. Okay. That's what I thought. You know, it's uh, it's amazing where things are going that we that you can do that and that you can hop online. Are you sitting in a classroom with them when you're no, online? No, pretty much. I'm just by myself, just doing lessons on a computer. Okay, so it's not like there's a camera in front of you and you got to no. see what they're doing in the yeah. room, and then they see uh, a little picture of you up on a screen on the blackboard, like, "Hey, Cole's here. There he is up there." Okay. Pay attention, or he got up from his chair. Where is he? <laughs> you know. So we're trying. Our mindsets are like, "Hey, what were you doing when you were 17?" I, for one, was not trying to build a racing career at 17 years old. Yeah, uh, uh, trying to probably find trying to find a date for the weekend, and then figuring out where my life was actually going to go. Now, Cole, on the other hand, he needs to let us in on these secrets because it seems like he's got it figured out. Did you actually find a date? I mean, I know you got married <laughs> at some point. At some point, I found one girl willing to like me back. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> what'd you do with the chloroform and the rag after that? I mean, come on. Hey, that's my little secret. Don't okay. you worry about that. <laughs> hey, if there's a woman willing to marry Regan, there's one willing to marry me. <laughs> that's a fair statement. It's <laughs> a very fair statement. But Cole, th- um. What at what point did you realize, you know, as you go through building up to this point? At what point were you like, all right, I really want to make a career out of this. This is something I really feel that I can do. Probably about uh, thirteen or fourteen when I started getting the late model stuff, or you know, once I got out of small cars, that was when I. Uh, that's probably when I got more into it. I'd mm-hmm. say when I thought I could really, you know, move up the ranks and do something. Regan, how old were you? Um, right around that same age, probably. I'd say. 
That's it right around there. I didn't actually know I had to. You know what was the breaking point for me? What? I got I filled out to go to college, and I was all set. I was going to go get an engineering degree in something and, and at least have that as as part of life and, and thought, oh, that's going to be good. And they made me go to get a tetanus shot, and I have a major needle phobia. And <laughs> you don't said, even you got, see it. You, they said, you got, I, I know, but it's just it, I don't know why I've got. I've always had that. <laughs> and they're like, you got to go get a tetanus shot. And I said, screw this. I'm going racing. <laughs> So, your college career hinged on the, whether or not you could actually get a tetanus shot or handle a tetanus shot. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, you want to you know what the, the worst part of that whole thing is, though? Is is you go and you, you make a statement like that, you think something like that, and the first thing that NASCAR requires you to do when you get your license is to have all your medical stuff <laughs> updated. I still had to get a tetanus shot. So, so kinda, regardless. I got, yeah, I got hosed on that. No, I was, in all seriousness, I was probably about that same age. I think... You start getting to thirteen or fourteen, you know, and 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 I'm not sure how old were you when you started actually racing. You were younger I was than five, that, right? five, yeah. So uh, same with me, four and a half, five years old. That's where we're all starting at, the, at these days. And and to if you want to make a profession out of it, that's kind of how it's mm-hmm. got to go. Is just like any other pro sport. And uh, at that time, you don't realize what you're doing. You know, you're racing. You know, you're going with your family, and and you're going and you're at a racetrack, and and that's what you do on the weekends. But it, it takes until you're probably 13 or 14 until you can say, okay, you know what, this is – I've had either some success or, or some comfort level in what I do, and, and I want to pursue this, and I want to see if I can and make a career out of it. And all kidding aside, I think for me um, it got to the point I, – I did want to go to college, but at the time I thought, you know what, I can give this a go for a year to see if the racing thing works out. And, and if it does – great if not then i'll go to college and i'll start that up and i'll just double down on courses after the fact if i have to to catch up to where you know other people my age are and uh and and do it that way you had a backup plan always good always got to have a backup plan that's right so we have we have a bit of a treat here um maybe a, sur- a surprise for cole so to speak um i made a list this morning cole of things that i remember from the 90s regan you don't have this list oh darn <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna go down this list and we're gonna see what you remember because, you know, you're 17 years old, so you may not remember the same stuff we do. And uh, if you remember it, if you don't remember it, if you have something similar to that. Um, so we're going to run down this list for you. And at first off, we're going to play a clip for you to see if you know this sound. Can we say if we think he's going to know this stuff or not before we play it? Uh, I think he'll know this. I think he'll know this, too. Do you know what this is? I do know what this one is, okay. and I think he'll know this. I think Because we were actually playing it when he came in, so I think he might have a heads up of what All this right. is. The telephone, right? Like close. I mean, I, I know that sound. That, sir, we close. That, sir, is dial-up internet. Do you remember dial-up internet? You remember that? It was the worst was the thing worst ever. Sound ever. Well, I say that at the time, it, it was, was the great. best thing ever. But now, since you get on your phone and it's instantaneous. And you just have to wait for they wait five minutes for it to hook up, and then if someone called when you're no, online, if you wanted to upload a page, if you wanted to click to something else, it took like that long for each page that you had to. That's not even fair. I, I, I'm. Why you didn't know that? No, no, I knew that. Uh, the sound? Yeah. I'm your age, of course I knew I'm that. I'm just making sure. I, what I'm saying is not fair. Is now we've got guys coming up through <laughs> that don't even know what that is. Cole I, was close. He, 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 he you were close. close. He, yeah, I, I know you knew what it was, but that probably haven't had to deal with dial-up internet and stuff like that. Yeah. I guess our parents say the same thing about us, so, like, well, kids we did, these days. Yeah, exactly, and, reach, yeah. and he'll say that about the kids, you know, his kids someday and, and so on and so forth. But the funny thing about dial-up is if you didn't have all, all two lines, 
anytime someone called you when you were on the internet, it would boot you off. <laughs> it would kick you off. Or you'd be, you calling, could be in the middle of something. You'd be I trying to call that. a girl on the phone and her sister or something was online and you'd get a busy signal for like 10 hours a day. All this calling girls that you were doing, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know if you were living a <laughs> secret double life and you're like a pimp I'm or something or what. back to my high school days, 17 years old. I wasn't a race car driver. I had, you know, I had other interests. <laughs> <laughs> and again. Anyway. Just like that, he slams all race car drivers. No, no. I'm saying you guys were focused. You were driven. You knew what you wanted to do for a, for a living. I, on the other hand, did not. You were saying you're just pretty much screw off at that point. I was like, someday my dream is to do PR for Regan Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you quit that, and I find out you're coming back to work. You're yep. going back on the road again with Cole this weekend. I was completely mm-hmm. hurt. You Cole, know, Cole doesn't talk that. back to me like you do. Yeah, he'll learn. Yeah, he will. Give him a race yeah. or two. Don't, it'll happen. Don't, don't give him any tips now. <laughs> all right, Cole, do you remember? A Walkman. A Walkman. Remember what a Walkman was? No. A Walkman, or a Discman maybe, late 90s, you would put a cassette tape. It was like and it, it was like an old iP- iPod. Mm-hmm. You know, you put a cassette tape in it, you could hook it on your belt, and you could walk around. It was very 80s, mm-hmm. so that's way beyond your time. I think I might still have one at home I could bring in and but show them. Then in the 90s, they had a Discman, which was a portable disc player. I know I've got one of those still. All right, let's, let's jump over to the cartoon genre. The Smurfs, maybe. I never really watched Smurfs. Smurfs. You still can't show them on reruns. I was say, I think he would know what they were, though, because you can still see them on, on shows. Yeah, so I could Did see that Did you watch one. Smurfs, Regan? I might have. You know, you kind of remind me of one of those Smurfs. Do I? Yeah, like Grumpy Smurf. I would definitely be Grumpy Smurf. Or Vanity Smurf. What? I don't know which one Vanity was. He was the one that was very vain, like to look himself in the mirror all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this co- uh, okay. You started it. You 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 took the first shot today. I mean, if you, you remember you looked, that, if you looked like this, you'd look in the mirror too a lot. He, <laughs> come on. Good point. All right, to video games again. Tec- faces for radio. That's yeah. all we got Perfect. here. At least we can realize it. Tecmo Super Bowl. No. No. Oh my goodness! You <laughs> have to go buy that. Actually, I, arguably the greatest NFL video game of all time. Yeah, you you really do need to make a point to Google that. That right. <laughs> I say here's a, Google. You know, back then yeah. we didn't even know Google. Well, what the heck is Google? Yeah, that's that's a required yes. homework before mm-hmm. you get back to the shop next YouTube week. YouTube it because then you YouTube. can see all the action. It's amazing. It was so horrible. Well, no, 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 no. Then the it time. was great. Yeah. But if you remember, before Tecmo Super Bowl, there was Tecmo Bowl, which was not licensed by the NFL. So you had all these obscure teams from cities with no professional I do remember ties that. to it. That was all Atari, wasn't it? Yeah, no, that was Nintendo. Was but Nintendo then they came out with Tecmo Super Bowl, which was awesome because they had Brett Favre as quarterback <laughs> for the Packers. I mean, I don't think we know who the Packers fan is here. No, not at all. All right, finally, actually, I've got two more. Back to the Future trilogy. I've I've watched the whole trilogy. I. I think that was before my. It my, was before I was born, but I did watch. The as whole long thing. as you've watched it, that's all we need to. Are know. you prepared for this? What? I have never seen any of those. Are movies. you kidding me? I mean, I might see like a two-minute clip of it flipping through the channels because it's on the Sci-Fi Channel or something like that. But so never watched any of them. I, I never what? got into them. When is the next? When you? I never understood. It's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite for me. I didn't. I watched the first five or ten minutes no. of it. I didn't get it, and I said, "Okay, enough of that." But no, then you got to expand your own. mind, man. It, it yeah. teaches own because I watch Anchorman and I loved it. Well, you Napoleon, know, a lot of people hate Anchorman. So I didn't like Napoleon Dynamite the first time. I it's one of those movies you've got to watch it drunk. Well, that <laughs> we've got to watch it a couple times and be like, okay, this is kind of funny. But Back to the Future, you kidding me? Marty McFly, the DeLorean, Regan. Yeah. What are it's you bringing? Worth the, watching. Are you bringing the motor home to Texas? No. When's the next time you're bringing the motor home? Uh, maybe Bristol. We'll yeah, make Bristol. sure that we get a copy of Back to the Future trilogy on there for you. And so you got homework, and I got homework now. Yeah. You got. I mean, he, so I feel like you got the better end of this deal. You get to yeah. play a video game. I gotta mm-hmm. yeah. watch Back to the Future. 
Yes, the, third the verdict's still out. No, the us. third one's the best one. Actually, truth be told, uh, and ha- happy National Spinach Day, by the way. Today's National Spinach Is Day. Is it really? Yeah, I looked it up. Popeye's having yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, Back to the Future Day is this year, October 21st, 2015. And since you've never seen the movie, I will tell you why that is significant. Because when he goes to the future, the date they set the time machine for is October 21st, 2015. So what are you going to be doing? Are you taking that day off work? Maybe I'll dress up like Marty McFly for work that day. What do you think about that? I feel like we'll have to be in studio that day. Can you <laughs> First name, let's write that down so we don't forget. It is kind of close to Halloween. On October 21st that... Uh, Keith is going to be dressed up as Marty McFly. But the crazy thing about that is the fact when you were a kid and you're watching this movie, you're like, oh, my God, like October 21st, 2015, it's so far away. And now all of a sudden you blink and it's here. Yeah. It's here, Regan. Just like you're going to blink and Little Red's going to be 18 years old pretty soon. Yeah, that, uh, that seems like a long ways away, but it, I know what you mean. I definitely know what you mean. So we've kind of gotten off topic a little bit. Yeah. But we're Cole, good at that. Thank you for sitting through mm-hmm. our ridiculous questions today. Cole didn't realize. He said, well, when he agreed to do this, you probably thought it was like an actual true interview, like serious yeah. or something we like that. We talked a little racing. We did talk some racing. That's that's the part of this. Yeah, I mean, we do a little bit a little of racing bit of talk, but we like talking other stuff and, and, and we found out that keeping it loose. That Cole is a Panthers fan. I had him pegged yeah. as a Chargers fan. I was really? Yep. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I did his hero card. We worked on his hero card this week. What do you? How do you feel about having a losing record and still making the playoffs? <laughs> you know, it's like someone's got to do it. <laughs> yep, it's gonna happen. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. He Cole is a fan of um, classic rock. Is this really? right? Is this classic? Rock. I was probably uh, more into country right now. Okay, but but you like classic rock mm-hmm. too? Okay. I was curious what classic rock for a seventeen-year-old is like. As opposed to like it, basically what you're saying is you think his classic rock would be our version of an actual hard rock like <laughs> yes. oh yeah those guys are cool they just came out last week mm. no but Cole's been a great sport and by no means are we making fun of your age we're just we're le- letting all the listeners yeah. know hey this kid's 17 years old and he's he's bad to the bone he's bad to the bone doing some good stuff on the racetrack and uh, yeah, like we said excited excited that he's a part of Junior Motorsports and uh, we get to we get to watch him more now we get to we get to watch him mm-hmm. and we can scan him if we want to uh-huh. as well. And we've got Cole uh, signing autographs at Martinsville this weekend. Yeah. So if you want to meet uh, Cole Custer, he's signing uh, for the track. It's actually a series-wide series wide autograph session on Friday evening at 5 o'clock at Martinsville. So you can meet him there. All right, so now we're going to transition into our newest segment in the show, and it's called Hot Laps. And the idea behind Hot Laps is, Regan, you've got 30 seconds. You, me, and First Name Davis, we've got 30 seconds to talk about whatever you want. You can use that time to express whatever interest you may have. Um, you can talk, you can vent, you can complain, um, you can give us an interesting factoid about yourself, all in 30 seconds. So what we're going to do is first name's going to start us, we're going to go first name 30 seconds, you 30 seconds, and me 30 seconds, and if first name says something stupid, you could even use your 30 seconds to tell them that how that was the dumbest thing you've ever heard. I feel like you're off in the leadoff position, you got the most pressure on you right here. So we got the clock ready, all right. All right, first name, take us away. Well, I know we're all big NFL fans here in the White Well, but then Phil's been a team out in L.A., and all the NFL owners out in Arizona getting together for their annual meetings. And Albert Breer of the NFL Network had 10 to 12 scenarios that are being talked about out there about a team in L.A. The strangest one to me was a, was the Rams moving to L.A., the Chargers staying put where they are, and the Raiders moving to St. Louis. I just thought that was so strange, and I guess the thinking is putting – uh, the Rams in L.A. where they want to be, and the Raiders in St. Louis with a fresh start. I don't know. I just thought that was really strange. That's your 30 seconds right there. 
He had to stretch to get to 30 seconds. No, he didn't. That's actually a little over. I gave him an extra second or two. I'm going to talk about why on a radio show that, that has everything to do with racing Yeah. are we talking about the NFL. That's that's what I'm going to see. And you can't even cut in or say anything right now. I get to keep talking about it. First name, first name shows up and, and we're here. We're race cars, yay. And because of his stick and ball background, he's got to take us down a completely different path to the NFL I don't care who's in the in L.A. playing football. It really doesn't matter two bits to me. Denver's still going to beat them either way, so it's all good one way or another. The other thing I do want to bring up real quick. You, you're out of your why, time. I, I got time left. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm over. Oops. No, Never no, mind. no, that's 30 seconds each. What else do you have? No, no, we're cutting them off. That's the whole idea behind Hot Laps. Now, I'm gonna, this, mine's going to be twofold, so hang on. Let me, let me be fast here. He's talk, complaining about talking about the NFL, and he's the only one in the, the building right now with a Broncos hat on. <laughs> Like, he's complaining about you talking about the NFL, and he's wearing NFL gear. Like, seriously, come on. My deal is the Martinsville hot dog. I'm a big I li- I'm a big history buff. I like history. It doesn't matter what type of history, especially racing history. Um, I understand hot dogs supposed to be the same recipe, but you go there for a Martinsville hot dog, you want an original Martinsville hot dog. You want the same hot dog that your grandfather could have eaten 40 years ago. You know, what? you're going to take pimento cheese sandwiches away from the Masters? I'm done. You were watching the clock out of the corner <laughs> of your eye, too. I was watching that. I was getting ready to give you the big, you're done. Yeah. Uh, that's well, fun. I, that, not, hot lights is fun, but here's the thing. Keeping your mouth shut while someone else is talking. That's impossible. It's really hard to do. I mean, you guys were so nice to tell me about this segment three seconds before we did it. We wanted it to be a surprise. You guys planned on it all week and thought about what you're going to talk about all week, so I do appreciate that. Yep. Well, to, to take us out here, I think we want to get at least one Twitter question in um, that someone – asked Regan. And since we're coming up on, I believe it's two weeks off for the Xfinity series, we wanted, someone wanted to know, um, what kind of things do you guys do during the break? I mean, it's kind of tough. You get, you know, four or five races in and all of a sudden you build some momentum and bam, you got two weeks off. Well, as we discussed earlier in the show, uh, for me, the break is going to consist of studying tapes of restarts and figuring out how to make that happen and make that better. So you're going to watch Back to the Future. And Back to the Future. Yeah. No, you know, Typically, I think during the break, obviously, we try to try to get uh, out of town or, or maybe go do something, you know, different, unique, uh, and, and clear your mind from racing just a little bit because uh, we do get to a long stretch here after these two weeks. We get off into into a pretty busy time frame, and uh, this year with the with the newborn, going to stay at home, enjoy him, and, uh, and have fun with all that stuff. So Change some uh, diapers. Yeah, I've, I have uh, – I have – on a few dirty diapers now. I can I can confirm that. And the best dirty diapers are when you're in the middle of it and it gets dirtier yet because he decides it's time to go again. That's been fun. I think we need a baby segment for Regan. You know? I <laughs> I feel like this is a good place to just drive All right. home. All right. So so we want to wish Cole still with us. With us. We want to wish him the best of luck this weekend. Did you um, stick around because you thought it was a fun show or did you stick around because you wanted to see how much of a train wreck it was going to be? I think I was staying for the train wreck. The train wreck, <laughs> yeah. That's, that kind of figured that Mission much. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, uh, and Cole being the number double zero, Haas Automation Chevrolet Silverado. Um, so you guys can watch that truck race. The first truck race that Junior Motorsports will ever be in, um, certainly not the last. And the green flag for that is on Saturday at 2.30 Eastern Time, and that's on Fox Sports 1. And just as importantly as the truck race, Heath returns to being a PR guy. Yes, I will be there. I mean. Hey, my deal, I can drive to Martinsville. Martinsville's a cool track. I don't care what anyone says. And it's all about Heath. We have learned that. So. Don't you realize that? Even <laughs> though it's his show, it's all about me. Someone's got to hold this thing together. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for uh, another episode of Upfront with Junior Motorsports on Dirty Mo Radio. We'll, uh, we'll be back with you next week.
Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 